This is the Contractor's Corner podcast series from Solar Power World. Welcome to another edition of Contractor's Corner. I'm host Kelly Pickerel, and today we're joined by folks with Portland, Oregon's Elemental Energy and the nonprofit Twin Day Solar. John Greischer is owner of Elemental Energy and founder and board president of Twin Day Solar, and Cassandra Boyce is Twin Day's director of international empowerment. So thank you to you both for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Kelly. First, I thought we'd start with John and Elemental Energy. So tell me a little bit about that company. What's your background? How did the company get started? Yeah, so Elemental Energy um, was uh, born out of the education and experiences that I received uh, as a student in the Renewable Energy Engineering Program at Oregon Institute of Technology. Uh, In that program, we learned the fundamentals of electrical and mechanical engineering uh, and applied those topics towards um, the different renewable energy electives, so wind, solar, hydro, geothermal, kind of all of the technologies available. Um, And it wasn't until a trip in 2010 uh, that myself and my business partner, Brandon Little, uh, took with uh, 10 other students and our professor uh, to Tanzania. Um, Our professor started a nonprofit that year called Solar Hope with the goal of uh, empowering schools and orphanages, medical clinics, uh, and rural off-grid parts of Tanzania um, using students. Um, volunteer effort uh, from the Renewable Energy Engineering Program. So it was that trip and that experience that basically brought everything that we had learned in textbooks and coursework and things like that and you know, brought it onto the roof. And here we are uh, being able to design and install systems on you know, locations that would otherwise not receive electricity. And those experiences, uh, it's you know, really where the, you know, the light bulb went off for us. And we realized, holy cow, like this technology and this education we've received can change people's lives. And at the end of the day, at the end of a project, we get to firsthand experience watching people use electricity for the first time in their lives, you know, use it for um, lighting and and cell phone charging, uh, just kind of opening up a whole new world of possibility for people, all with a single solar panel that you can deploy anywhere in the world. So that experience basically just ignited this passion for solar and we returned to the U.S. and said that's it we are devoting our careers to working in solar energy and how do we go about doing that so we started elemental energy and you know kind of worked um, in other in other sectors of the solar industry while we were building up elemental in the background and then got to one point where we said hey we have enough customers uh, we jump in full time so we've been running elemental for about seven years based on that first experience in Tanzania. <laughs> That's a great story. Um, so what are you so- installing in the United States? Uh, are you predominantly residential, commercial? What types of projects are you doing? We do uh, commercial, uh, small commercial and predominantly residential and mobile. Basically, if you want to put a solar panel on it, you can call us. <laughs> are you mostly just working in the state or are you going to other states too? Primarily Oregon. Um, in fact, just last week, we got back from Maui. We did a um, two projects, two installations in Maui, um, three kilowatt off-grid installs uh, in the month of February. It's kind of a good time of year to, to leave Portland and seek out sunnier places to do an install. Uh, but yeah, predominantly Oregon. Okay. What is the Oregon solar market like? Solar is overall a very friendly industry, but it seems like 
Oregon is really friendly. So do you have a lot of good relationships with other Oregon solar players? We do. Uh, we have a kind of unique market. I think in Oregon, it's um, you know it's a reflection of the values of the Oregonian people. It's a very friendly, tight knit, um, friendly type of competition we have in Oregon. We have a, uh, with the Energy Trust of Oregon, which is oversees the you know, distribution of incentives, um, and they hold um, you know all the installations to a very high standard. Uh, and I would say, from my experiences and conversations with other folks around the industry that, you know, proud to say we're from Oregon and believe that we have uh, some of the highest quality um, overall installations in the, in the industry. Mm-hmm. All right, this kind of leads me into the second half of our, our podcast, I guess. How did Twende Solar get started? Because it seems like there are a lot of uh, solar organizations involved, including a few from Oregon. Yeah, so... Ever since that first trip to Tanzania, um, you know, Brandon, myself, and others at Elemental, we've participated on at least one international uh, solar development type project, whether it be a return trip to Tanzania with Solar Hope or multiple years of traveling to Nicaragua with uh, Portland nonprofit Green Empowerment uh, or doing, you know, consulting projects for Engineers Without Borders or Mercy Corps, things like that. We've been involved with, with these types of projects ever since our beginning. Um, and it's, you know, so woven into, like, the core of who we are and what we do. And elemental energy would not exist uh, if it were not for those types of experiences. So we want to make sure that we can keep, uh, you know, keep that close to, to our work. You know, as we've built elemental energy and, you know, we've become full-fledged professional solar installers uh, and have been using uh, industry best practices and, you know, understanding all the codes and standards that are really pushing our industry forward into maturity, uh, and then taking that to these other projects internationally, we recognize a very big gap. Um, unfortunately, a lot of these international development projects are not done to the same standards that we're used to in the U.S. And a lot of that is because it's, it's these projects are driven by the nonprofits who are working in these communities and developing the education or the health programs um, and so their forte is, is in that community relationship is understanding the needs of the people um, but their their strength is not necessarily in solar design and install so we saw an opportunity to say hey let's take the burden off of these nonprofits to try to figure out how to do a solar system and let's create our own nonprofit called Plende Solar Twende Solar is made up of industry, solar industry professionals. Uh, so we understand the technology. We have relationships uh, to the rest of the industry, whether it be manufacturers or volunteers, design, install, things like that. And let's partner with these on-the-ground nonprofits doing the, the real good work in these countries. And let's say, hey, let Twende come in and you know vet your organization, determine that this is a well-run sustainable, established nonprofit doing good work. So we'll choose to partner with you and we'll take on the entire solar design project because on the flip side of the coin, we don't really understand the communities that we're working in, you know, because we're not there face-to-face mm-hmm. every day on the ground. But we know solar, so it's a good match. Um, also, being that we're solar industry professionals, we can uh, work with the manufacturers of the equipment, and they can entrust us 
to have their project or their products designed and installed in a manner that they're used to, you know, seeing in the U.S. So mm-hmm. we kind of bridge the gap between um, you know those who want to donate and want to support and provide uh, in the solar industry and then those in need. Gotcha. So what is Twenday's mission? So Twenday Solar is dedicated to empowering energy poor communities around the world with renewable energy systems, uh, primarily focused, uh, like Sean was saying, in within solar. Um, we. We consider ourselves, like John said, we're bridging the gap between renewable energy experts and these energy deficient communities. Um, so uniting and uniting the PV industry um, through this call to action uh, to help electrify um, these remote communities that either have no access to uh, energy or are using costly, inefficient, pollutant uh, diesel generators um, that are, you know, not, they're, they're pulling away funding from what these organi- organizations' impact could be actually increased by. And so, Twenday is really looking, Twenday, the word itself, is fluffily for let's go. So, Twenday Solar is let's go solar. Um, so, that's what uh, I was kind of referring to with the, it's a, it's a call to action. Let's Let's all come together. Let's bring our excess of resources, whether that's materials and equipment, whether that's expertise and time uh, to design the system, to volunteer to install the system. Let's all come together as the PV industry and let's help electrify those who need it most. Schools, medical clinics, or other community-centered organizations that are doing great work in these remote communities. How do you guys choose which energy poor communities to to go and and explore? Um, we're we're constantly talking with uh, various um, either connections within the solar industry. You know, many folks have their own organization or or area that they that they're um, tied to, um, or sometimes organizations come to us. But primarily, what we're looking for, uh, we like to focus on, like I said. Schools, medical clinics, or other uh, community-centered organizations that are doing work, um, and so that way that when we're installing the system, it has a, a larger impact throughout the community. But also, um, you know, typically schools um, and you know community-centered organizations those serve typically as a model within the community. So. If they install solar, then we hope that that inspires more people, whether it's um, people to install solar on their homes or on their businesses. Um, So we hope from that it helps to spread the word of solar and also increase the capacity for solar in that community. Mm -hmm. And a few other criteria is, you know, we don't want to be uh, getting systems away for free. Um, It's been proven over and over again in um, you know, the nonprofit world that these completely donated systems um, end up failing over time. Uh, it's because there's no buy-in by the community. The community didn't understand fully what the value they're getting from the system, so therefore they didn't have to go through the, the mental exercise of understanding how much it costs, assigning a value to that, and then saying, yes, I do see that that is worth this amount of money, and I'm willing to pay for it. Uh, if they don't do that, they don't fully appreciate the benefits of the system, um, 
and then the systems can you know fall into disrepair. We've seen that over and over again. So, but in order to increase energy access, you know, we can't be going to these communities and installing systems for you know market value. It's got to be much less than that. Uh, particularly, there's no incentives uh, in a lot of these areas. So, what we've deemed as a good criteria for a twin-day solar project is we say, hey, look, like these communities, they're already using electricity, they're already paying for energy in one form or another, whether that's buying kerosene for lanterns or buying diesel fuel to run a generator. There's some sort of recurring cost mm-hmm. that they're spending. What, what is that cost? Let's multiply that by three to five years, and that is the contribution we ask for from the community, whether that's in, in the form of an upfront payment or payment over time. Uh, you know, I think we're all in the solar industry used to seeing if, if we can sell solar for a three to five year payback, <laughs> that's an easy, easy sell. Yeah. That's a good return on your So uh, we asked the community to contribute that towards the project. Um, and then using Twende's ability as a nonprofit to solicit donations and discounted equipment from manufacturers and things like that, we can bring down you know, the market cost of the system. And if we're able to, with those discounts and donations, bring it down to the point where that three to five year contribution from the organization uh, is enough to cover the remaining costs, well, then that's, that's, that's a win. That's an easy project, and you can take care of that. If there's still a gap to be made up, um, then funding can also step in and as, as its, you know, 501c3 role and solicit um grants and other fundraising uh, to kind of make up that gap so mm. we can complete project. What are some of the projects that you guys have already done? Uh, so in 2016, we installed or we did two projects. Uh, in August, we installed a 6.6 kilowatt system on a high school in Guatemala. Uh, this was uh, an off-grid battery storage system um, with the help of iTech Energy, who actually donated all the modules to support that project, and uh, as well as Elemental Energy supported um, and Rolls Battery Engineering. Mm-hmm. And then our biggest project uh, was the 26 kilowatt system on a middle school in, outside of Siem Reap, Cambodia. Um, so that was supported by Solar World, Sun Moto, Outback Power, Rolls Energy, uh, Rolls Battery Engineering, uh, Sun Power supported with um, educational materials, and then of course Elemental Energy, and then another local Oregon uh, design and installation company, True South Solar. Uh, so really, this is the the solar industry coming together to support these projects, and um, kind of going off of what John was saying earlier, you know. We want to come to these communities. We want to provide a clean, reliable source of electricity. But we also want to educate the community, especially the youth, on what what is happening to their school or to their community. What does this system mean? Um, how is it going to impact their education in a positive way? Um, so we, after each after each install, we host uh, solar educational programming. Um, and we, you know, work with the students so that they understand what solar is, how it works, and um, leave behind some material so that they continue can continue to learn about solar and engage with the system and see how, you know, in certain seasons and they produce more or less and, you know, different activities 
Um, and we hope from that, not only are they becoming curious in STEM-related career paths, but hopefully we're inspiring the next leaders and innovators within the PV industry in these uh, various countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have some projects um, on the books for 2017? As of right now, we haven't announced our 2017 project. We are hoping to do three, uh, two international and one local in Portland. Um, and we are, we'll be having an information session at the Oregon Energy Solar Conference in May, and we're hoping to announce at least one project um, that we're going to be kicking off sh- shortly this spring. Um, but stay tuned um, for where we head next. Definitely, yeah. We'll have to, have to keep up on that to see what you guys are doing. Um, John, how much time is spent between Elemental Energy and Twin Day Solar for you? Like, how do you balance both projects? Um, well, you know, it's, it's a passion project for me, so um, I don't really keep track of the many, many hours I put into it. Um, it's, uh, it's enjoyable work for me, and it's, uh, it's easy to do when you identify that this is the next frontier in the solar energy industry. There's a third of the population of this planet either has no access or very unreliable access to electricity so that is where our industry can ultimately help the most and in, in bringing power to the entire globe and I believe that will happen in our generation so you know the, the countless hours I put into it are, are, are nothing um, mm-hmm. in that in that goal. but um, yeah I mean it's certainly a lot of work um, you know we have uh, Cassandra as a full-time employee of Twin Day Solar she does most of the heavy lifting and uh, we have a good, um, you know, we have a great volunteer board that contributes to a lot of efforts. And uh, when we do have a specific project to work on, we are bringing in, um, you know, members from all realms of the solar industry, you know, um, local competing solar companies in Portland, um, you know, or manufacturers from all over the country. Uh, and those volunteers can, uh, you know, take on roles um, in design or logistics or uh, any kind of planning roles for the project. So, you know, we're able to balance it out pretty easily. Mm-hmm. It's very clear you both have a really special passion for solar and just doing doing good around the world. So what do you both enjoy most about the solar industry? Um, I guess for me, I mean, I've only been in the industry for about a year and a half or so, uh, going on two years. So I'm, I'm relatively new uh, to to the whole renewable realm. Um, but I mean, I think one of the first things that I, you know, kind of uh, stuck with me when I first kind of jumped on board at Elemental and with Sunday was just like how motivated and um, inspiring everyone in the industry seems to be. You know, everyone is, is, is really in it for the power of what this, how this can like change our energy uh, world in, in such a positive way. Um, so I think it's great to be surrounded by such intelligent and motivated people, um, all kind of on like the same wavelength of, you know, doing various projects that slightly overlap and always willing to lend a helpful hand. And, um, you know, it's also a new and ever changing, um, industry. So it's, it's great to see the constant innovations and, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> And for me, I mean, it's, it's just super exciting. You know, every time we go to a, a solar event, whether it's Oregon Solar Conferences or 
Solar Power International, just the excitement and enthusiasm is just is so palpable. It's like, here we are, you know, there's 20,000 people at SPI or something like that, or you know, any solar event you go to, it's like everyone is part of something that's like changing so quickly and innovating so fast. And like you can just really see, you know, the rewards of all of our work like happening right before us. You know, the driving down the cost of solar here in the States and it becoming competitive with all other forms of energy, incentives be damned, you know, it's happening. You know, power source up in the sky that we've all known has been there forever. The technology is now just maturing enough to, to take over and it's really unstoppable. Um, and it's, you know, everyone, everyone in the industry gets it. And so it's, it's uh, inspiring and motivating to be known for like mine. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, I I agree. Um, well, this was very very interesting. So, thanks to you both for for t- talking with me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having us. This has been another edition of Contractors Corner. Join us each month as editor Kelly Pickerel chats with solar installers across the country. Thanks for listening to the Solar Power World podcast. Visit us online to hear more great podcasts, view industry videos, and read our great editorial content. SolarPowerWorldOnline.com. See you back here next month.